Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You're listening to Put Ned Ved to Bed, the weekly football podcast. I've got uh, Khaled in the room with me today. Hi. And I've got Dan Burnett. Wait, we're a weekly podcast now? Uh, we just turn up sort of whenever. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we're aiming for weekly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sometimes I mean, you get uh, two in four days and you don't see us for three weeks. <laughs> uh, we don't have William Kajani again, which is yeah. um, disappointing. We've actually misplaced him, so um, if you do find William Kajani... I thought it was off recording the Christmas jingle. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Band-Aid 30 fame is <laughs> still hit William Kajani. Um, bit, you can you can download just William Kajani singing it throughout. Um, if you go to iTunes, you just type that in, and it'll be there. But no, um, if you do want to be on a weekly football podcast, get in touch. Uh, we're at he put Nedved to bed on Twitter. Come and fill his place in if you want. Um, we're going to be talking um, Sergio Aguero injury, manager of the year, Arsene Wenger being booed at a train station. Dan Burnett, you ever been booed at a train station? Um, no, I don't think I have actually. Exactly, nobody deserves it. And uh, we could talk FA Cup third round draw and the Premier League results. Uh, but we do have an opening question. If you could bring somebody from a non-footballing background to coach at your team, has to be your team, uh, who would it be and why? Dan Burnett, do you have an answer? I do. I'd go with Russell Brown. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Just because he's, you know... Do you think he'd inspire... I think, he would. I think he would. He'd use such long words that really would just look at him and be like, this guy's a wizard. That's true. Did you see Russell? He did match of the day once. I do like Russell. I do actually. like Russell, yeah. He's a, he's a very, you know, he's an interesting, he's sort of a love it or hate it kind of character, you know. I can't really understand why people hate him, but, you know. Because they like, read The Sun. Yeah. That's the people that hate Russell Brand. Sixty-eight percent of Sun readers don't like him. Shocker, idiot. Sixty percent don't find him funny or whatever. Fifty-five can't read. They just look at the pictures. Um, it's embarrassing the whole Sun Russell Brand thing. Well, did you did you see the headline? I can't think what that hypocrite. That, that was the word. Yeah. That was the word, bless him. But no, Russell Brand's a good shout. And do you think him and Van Gaal would work well together? Um. I'd get rid of Van Howe. All this talk about Van Howe, I still don't. But you liked him at the beginning. You liked him when you played no games. Yeah, now that we're playing. And now you're playing games and doing okay. Well, no, you're not playing well, but you're third. You know, You're third in the league. Getting all these results and you know people looking like yeah, this Van Hans coming and done a good job. He doesn't do anything. He sits in the dugout on his tablet, probably playing Angry Birds. David Moyes didn't do anything. At least David Moyes get up out of his seat every now and again. <laughs> look distressed. The team. He looked like he wanted to change. He'd look like he'd look like a, look like a deer on a zebra crossing. <laughs> I did like wanted to go in there and play instead of him half the time. Was David Moyes any good at football? I don't. He played for was it, was it Preston? Aberdeen, no, he managed Preston. It was Aberdeen. He managed Preston. That was the only club he's actually won a trophy with. Oh, right. Community Shield, obviously. Obviously, the big obviously. one. The big <laughs> um, oh, Khaled, you got an answer for this? You got a... Uh, Christian Bale. Okay. <laughs> Why? Well, Mancini's a bit mental anyway, so I don't... That's not yeah, the direction but... I would have gone in. I would have gone for sort of a soft, lovable guy. Yeah, but like he saved Gotham, and that was a shit hole. So maybe he can save him. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, um, but obviously, he's like he's a perfectionist, and he's he's a method actor. So maybe he can influence the. I was going to say football. You don't have to have any skill. You just have to act like you're good at it. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. That's how you defend yourself in the Sunday papers. Um, I would have gone for Claude from Arsenal Fan TV. <laughs> I don't think being a football fan means a football background, so I'm going to bend the rules. Just because I imagine Brendan to be a bit of a nurturer. And then we could just have this guy come in. Wouldn't, would you have Ty as his assistant manager? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the fella in all the all the merchandise? <laughs> did you see? Did you see? He has he has a medal around him, uh, and the angry man was trying to read what it says. It says FA Cup winners twenty fourteen, and he'll wear that to the game. No. Bless him, bless him. What? Where do you stand on all that merchandise? Do you... It's the fact that he looks so happy to be. You know. he, is. he does say he only wears it on match days. I did. I did look into this. I was intrigued to whether, like, he just you just he see him knocking him out. No, no. <laughs> only he, he doesn't have any. <laughs> I imagine it does. It's expensive. Yeah, it seems like he watches every game. I was gonna say that yeah. outside every ground. Yeah. In all fairness, you can slag Arsenal fan TV He's quite off, dedicated, uh, which we will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they all go like to all the games so fair, fair credit where credit's due it's, Arsenal, which is expensive. it's not like they even go there to support the team anymore they go there just to be like the world's <laughs> finally gone stale he's got to go he's been brilliant in the past but now he's got to go you know? <laughs> but, but do you know why I like him I do like because I can identify with him <laughs> I can see myself being him in not that many years I don't know how old this fella is I don't He's, he's probably not that old. I think, I think Arsenal have made him a lot older than he is. Definitely. Say, he's probably 27. That's <laughs> <the last laughs> he's like, but I know, I know uh, like, there's an old picture of him. He used to be quite fat as well. So <laughs> he's probably just stopped eating. Um, but no, I, I think he could bring a lot to any dressing room. Because you wouldn't fuck up when you've got him waiting for you, would you? Because I thought they were going to go to scraps outside the Britannia Stadium. Um... But no, I think I think he'd be he'd be a good addition. Nigel Farage would be a good addition. Would it? An all white, an all white English team. <laughs> they should get him to manage one of the Russian teams. <laughs> he, would, he would be in that all English, that all white English team because you know there are quite a few. I was going to say we'd have no defenders. <laughs> no Klein, no. No Klein, no Ashley Cole. Yeah, Taylor. Oh, Ashley Cole Ashley retired from it, didn't he? Um, Taylor, Newcastle. Jagielka. Cahill. He's in there anyway. Cahill's like, he's in there already. We'd have no Sterling. No Sterling, no Sturridge, no Welbeck. You'd have no full-backs. Who's our left-back? Nathan Baines, actually. No, uh, yeah, I'm be. sure. Why are we discussing this? I don't know. We have no intention to have an all-white English <laughs> team. Sorry, if you if you if you've just if you just sort of skip the first six minutes because we talk shit and you've come to an all-white English team, we don't want that. Um, Khaled, Sergio Aguero out for four weeks. Uh, where where does this stand with you and Man City winning the league? Is this? I, don't I mean, think it makes a difference. I mean, you didn't think they were going to anyway. I but... don't think they will, and I think this will just set them back even further. I think they'd have rather drew or lost and kept him. Yeah, I didn't actually see. How did he? What's what's he injured? What's the uh, problem? The knee ligament. knee ligaments, I think, is his knee ligament. He appeared to be in a lot of pain. Oh really? Mm. He, was, he cried when he came off. Was that just because he realised, like, no, you know when where he was at? Was... Oh fuck, Manchester! No, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, some players know that it's a long-term injury. The second they like, yeah, you can feel. Oh really? Pain. So yeah. forwards that takes him to. After the FA Cup third round, mid January. Mid January. Mm. Oh right. So they're. I mean, they're only. Uh, what? Just 
to call it specific. He's missing the biggest game of the season so far for them, which is Roma away on Wednesday. Yeah, where do you think that's going to go out of interest? We're recording this on a Tuesday, so if you're listening to it afterwards, um, um, we might look silly in the past. I think it could go either way because there's so many results that could define the group. Like, Don't they need they? Yeah, well, they have to not win. Basically, uh, both teams have to win essentially. Right, okay. I do think if it went for Aguero, Man City would already be out anyway. So I think because they haven't got him, they haven't got. Yaya's suspended as well. Man City aren't the greatest travellers. They're bloody awful. I'll go as far as that. They're really awful in European away. I'd love to see. They do get goals against them. You know, although companies are very good defender, Mangala's a bit of a liability at the minute. He hasn't quite that. Company was out last game, Did you watch against Everton? Well, because there's about eight officials in a Champions League game these days. Did you hear... Um, Side note, you know the Tottenham pitch invasion oh, uh, invaders, the three, the three yeah. The, uh, it was, I think it was, was it Gordon Strachan that was in the ITV commentary box? Possibly, yeah. Possibly, correct me if I'm wrong, um, who said that the fifth official should it should be the one chasing them down, not the steward. He said they don't what? do anything, so he should be the one. That's so they go on about, no, but in the same sentence, he said they could have a knife. And it was like the fifth official should go chasing after it. I was like, let's. I thought this whole UA for respect campaign. Fuck it, you chase after the mental guy. But no, no, you carry on. So I'm just looking at the game. Sergio Aguero will likely miss. Um, it's Roma away, Leicester away, Palace at home, West Brom away, Boxing Day, Burnley at home, uh, Sunderland, and then oh, at home to Sheffield Wednesday. So you- games they need. It, well, it, well, it is looking at the options they've got up front just going on. I know Zeko's not fully back. fit, is it? By the, by the time next week... And, and, and what are the other options? Jovetic and that Pozzo team. So essentially just Jovetic and Zeko. Is this... That, that Pozzo came on for Aguero and then still got substituted later on in that game. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man City have just finished making a two... They've just finished and they've opened their £200 million... Um, Youth, uh, youth facility or whatever, yeah. and it's it looks the bollocks, and they're tra- finally starting to bring through their academy players into squads that are not going to be just buying. It's quite an aging squad. Well, it's not that it's not an aging squad. It's the fact that Man City tends to just buy players. You know they've yeah. You know, they're it's it's not nice teams players. that do that, is it, Dan? Well, no, but we, we <laughs> sort of like, you know we have a had a most expensive group. team ever fielded was you lot, wasn't it? At home to Everton, three hundred and forty-six million. Pounds. But at the same time, we <laughs> still have players coming through our youth academy. You know, Paddy, <laughs> not out of choice, out of the, the, the training there, regime. But, you know, seems to have a sniff so, of um, even so, Paddy McNair, you know, Blackett, um, you know, players that are coming through our youth academy. Who won't say that? <laughs> <laughs> They'll play at Gillingham within a year. <laughs> no, I'm getting games. No, I do. I do see what you're saying. I do thing. see what you're saying. Man City, they bring on a youth academy prospect in Pozo, yeah. and then they bring them off again. They'll probably take them all to New York City FC. 
Possibly. Possibly. Or um, I know they've got, is it Melbourne or Sydney? Some Australia. Yeah, I think that's also there. But equally a possibility to develop, same as like the Watford Udinese. No, um, I don't really Genoa, want to call it, it but I, I don't know. It looks. I'd say it's sixty forty Roma that I go through. Yeah. It's too close. I just. I'd give the because ho- of the home advantage and because City are missing their best two players. I mean, why? Why at this point? I mean, I know when Negredo that went on. Why did they loan to Valencia? I know. I don't understand what. Happened. I don't. I'm Happen guessing it must be something. I can't think Pellegrini's Maybe comments were just like lots of problems. I don't think he was happy at Man City. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like Manchester or he was homesick or quite a few. I know, but I, it seemed mad to be honest in this. I mean, and we we weren't we didn't kick up much of a fuss when that happened, did we? We thought, um, they've all right, but they've got strikes. three strikes and now it's proven that Aguero does get injured every season, in all fairness, as did. Yeah. RVP I think it's two strikers is all you need when you play with one striker. As so, as they play but like now at this point they've Jekyll got. Or Jovetic, and the other is yeah, I mean, I'm just looking. This is a, one of Man City's really biggest games. Just going on progress since it, this whole this project. This is the biggest game of their season. Yeah, this just the because you you think they're not even going to come close to the league. You said no. ten points. You've said that's yeah, going to be the distance between. Dan, I don't know what what are you thinking of Man City's league. Um. I think this missing Aguero will affect the team. You know, they're not going to have those fixtures you mentioned over Christmas. Oh, yeah, they're, not, that... they're not going to pick up maximum points. They will drop points. All where the do time. you think they are dropping points? Because me just looking at it. Where, where, where are their away games? I mean, they're playing Leicester away, who haven't won in nine. Um, they're playing Palace at home, who are 15th in the league. They're playing West Brom, who have won... 12 games since away. December 2012 who, who are West, Brom. West Brom West Brom who, who are 16 scored 20 of their goals this season exactly I, I do I do see where you're coming from um, and then Bur- Burnley at home followed by Sunderland at home followed by Sheffield so I think as a running goes, I, know, I do know they Aguero are, scored. The they would, I think, if they, if they had to choose five, six games for them to miss. It, I know, and then it, and then he'll be coming back Barring for that. fingers crossed for them. Um, Everton away and Arsenal at home. So that's when it sort of starts again for them. I mean, yeah, on paper, you know, those but like I said, games missing that their biggest. No, yeah, I'd, I'd, on paper they they are games they should be picking up three points from. But you know, that's like said, unpredictable league. They will drop points probably. Like I said, away to West Brom, I reckon. Maybe even at home to Sunderland. You know, because Sunderland are their bogey team, let's be honest. And, you know, where they will drop points, I think Chelsea will, you know, sort of... But we're seeing sort of signs of... I wouldn't say signs of Chelsea dropping off. I think that's the stupid thing is, to say. I don't think Chelsea will drop Chelsea off. They've, they've been... I think the whole... Because, you know, everyone's talking about Chelsea going unbeaten. Now that then, you know... Obviously they lost, so that's not it's not going to happen now. So the pressure of being unbeaten has gone away now. They can just did, sort of take. Do, it. do, well, do you think there was any pressure? Time. I don't know about pressure, but I you know Mourinho what Jose Mourinho's want. He he's he, he played it down from the beginning, team. didn't he? he played yeah, it down, but in front of the media, yeah, in the change room, he's probably saying, "Right, I reckon we could do this, boys. That's this is going to be our challenge for the rest of the season. Now, can we go and beat him?" Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's pressure. But equally, I, I didn't think I, I said at the start of the season it's Man City and Chelsea, where everyone was saying Chelsea. I was saying Man, let not forget they've won it and they've improved on paper. Um, so I, I don't think it's that far fetched. They're only three points behind um, Man City, and it's a blow. But I think this, this Chelsea team is not. 
Um, there's Chelsea it, and there's Cruz in Honestly, there. how close? It is, it is all that, but I think now it's starting to think when they're unbeaten, you know, they should have, if they had got three points at Old Trafford, which they should have, mm. and at the Etihad, which they should have, yep. you know, these are coming costly now when it's two games and they're not looking as comfortable as they are. Yeah, but another thing you've got to give Chelsea when it comes to winning the league is, out of if we had a round table of all the top clubs, you'd always favour Chelsea to top it. Chelsea win those big games. Chelsea win. True, Manchester. Chelsea. Yeah, no, I do. I do so. That's where I think the biggest difference is Chelsea put the big games away more than anyone else around them. That they have, but then equally that example of. Of four drop points away when they probably should have won. So I'm just, I'm just saying they could have been in an even better position than they are now, and it, it could come to and call them back. In Europe at the moment, whereas Man City, they, are, they haven't set it alight though. Have they? That's all I'm saying about Chelsea. They've they've, they've cruised it, but they haven't set any alight. At the minute, we're not going to be talking about this as like. Who they draw to last time? Uh, Maribor. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Chelsea aren't spectacular. They're just solid. It's a yeah. team, and they'll go on to. I mean, looking at, um, I mean, Chelsea's fixtures are far worse than Man City's, despite they've got a bit of a nothing game uh, tomorrow night um, at home, and then they've got Man City tomorrow can go one of three ways. They could drop out of Europe completely. They get a which would be league spot, which would be much better for them, wouldn't they can it? Get a Europa League spot, or they can get Champions League. It can go any of those. Free I know. Where where does Pellegrini stand after this? Where do the Man City board looking well, at? Well, they brought him in for Europe, so if he goes out tomorrow. That's not. I mean, he got he got them the league back last season. Yeah, but let's be honest. He was only brought in to improve on Man City's European record. That was the only reason. Was Do you it? think? I think it was. I think Mancini must have lost the dressing room. He was mental as a player. So if he took any of that into into the dressing room, then where? The thing is, even if Pellegrini goes because the board aren't happy with how he's done in Europe, who who do they bring in? Yeah, but they wait for There's nothing. I was going to say there's nothing they can do. I'm just. I was going to say there's. No at the minute, it, it was. It was. They they should really be going. They shouldn't have dropped points in Russia, should they? No, they should be far not, more. I mean, even if they beat Russia, Roma, this isn't in their hands. Yeah, it, an even bigger one was losing at home to CSK. True, yeah. That was true. Really I forgot that last time. When Yaya Torre clotheslined that poor Russian <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'll just. Um, but Chelsea fixtures, they've got Hull City at home, Stoke away, uh, West Ham at home, Southampton away, Spurs away, uh, Watford in the Cup, and then they play Newcastle. So they've got by far the trickier running. Yeah. You'd say. So I don't think. Not good. If I'm honest, if I'm honest. Should we talk? Should we, should we talk about Liverpool out, in general? You can't go out, can you? you get your Which is hugely disappointing. League. Right, the worst thing that could happen to this team it's at the minute the is to go into the Europa League. The worst thing that could happen is that you can't get we've a, seen it with Everton get, this you can't season. Go out completely, can you? Unless Udegaret somehow manages a result against Madrid. Not out of the question. I think it is. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be hoping. I'd be hoping. You know, I mean, some people say any. There is a path into the Champions League now winning the Europa League, yeah. which is a good initiative. It's not one that we're going to take. We cannot field a team each week. We cannot field a strong... I wouldn't want to drop surely, into it. Surely you rip. think that... Right, the, realistically, do you think you can nick fourth spot in the Premier League now? 
think yes, I, think, I don't yeah. think. I think if you actually, we are, we should, we have got away with murder as of you, Dan, as of Man United. Yeah, we are getting away with murder at the complete lack of quality, the complete lack of playing. And when you're looking at it, we're two points behind Arsenal, who have got an attack. So, and this is the same with you, like how dreadful you played on Monday night, and that you're third, and you must be ecstatic. Eventually, the pair of us will have to start playing football at a point. But at the minute you're third, you don't care. To be honest, if you were to play as bad as you are all season and finish third, do you care? I suppose not. You don't, do you? So what I'm saying is, uh, the questionable decisions is, Lambert has played three games in a row in in, in seven days. When you bought Lambert, the idea was he was just sort of a... He was a squad player. It wasn't your starting was no, striker. So, no, no, you're completely right, yeah. But Lambert was what Bellamy was for two seasons under under Dalglish. Mm. And that was that he could get ten goals a season, he could come on and he could really put in a, a good shift for you. And Lambert's a good goal scorer. Let's not forget at Southampton. He proved it in the Premier League. But it wasn't... A re- people who say you replaced Suarez with Lambert, no, of course we didn't, idiot. At the same time, um, Lambert... Uh, he scored a lot of goals at Southampton and even before that in his uh, old league teams. Yeah. Most a lot of his goals were set pieces. You know, he was brilliant free kick taker. Yeah. He scores his penalties. And at no, Liverpool, true, and he, he doesn't do that. Yeah. Team but but talking about Basel um, tonight, they're on a really good run. Basel, I think they've only lost to Madrid in the last uh, few months. Like domestically and they're going to come to a place where it's they're going to feel confident I think they're going to feel quite All confident and it depend. It also depends what crowd turns at Tamfield tonight which I think it'll be a brilliant one I think they'll put but at the league team I think even a certain element of the crowd sort of want us to lose that's the, that's to talk and which is a mad thing Roma, Roma Man City the Roma crowd will be all over Man City because yeah. Roma were losing 7-1 to Bayern and the fans were still like I know, seeing it's, that because they appreciate how far they've come from being exactly eight, like two which is ago. which is what I think. Uh, to be honest, I think ninety five percent of our fans will be like that tonight. I think it'll be a brilliant atmosphere there tonight because they'll still be thinking and gone. We're not entitled. There's this thing with Liverpool, and it's a thing that that sort of has put Tottenham back. They got fourth once, Spurs. And how many managers have gone because they're not getting fourth? They've never been entitled to it. We were shit for five seasons before we've come back. In. We're not entitled to be playing Champions League every season. Now, Man United, you were entitled to it. You were there, you were there for a solid... How many years were you in it? Constantly? 15 to 20? Yeah. Constantly. We, we sort of cut in, in and out of it, you know. The Rafa Benitez era was solid, but we, we've got no entitlement to be in this. So you can say we're having a shit season, but yeah, we've still had Real Madrid come to town. We've still been playing, you know, the best teams in the world. And I think we can get a result, but where's Barini? I don't. Why was he not on the bench on? I was going to say I on don't Saturday. I, I don't. He doesn't start ahead of Lambert. I think Barini would suit your football more, and he's a lot younger and more. Has it not got a bit desperate when you're asking where's Barini? I mean, this it's got very desperate. You, you got to think right a, in the summer. In Europe. the summer, I was telling you, he's not, he's I was not a bad player, but I'm just saying if this was, you know, I know. you bought him two years yeah. ago, he was like. Well, well, exactly. In the, in, probably won't come on, but, but in the summer, I was telling you guys, oh, we, we, we could get rid of Lucas, he's never going to play. We should get rid of Colo, he's never going to play. They're like my two first players on the team sheet for tonight. 
No, it's not that point. digging it by its head, but if you look at it, the whole team, including the manager, have been underperforming. Definitely. Rodgers has been underperforming. Sterling, Lallana, everyone. They almost, the whole Lallana's team has been... been I think Lallana's a nice player. No, Mignolet's just, I don't... He makes he's mistakes like, and I think he, he, does, he doesn't. I Lovren just think I think he's he's really yeah. I don't like the whole the whole Lovren like it's mad to think that that's the same person. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I think just going on the perform. I mean, the Sunderland performance was bad. The Stoke performance was is not as good. To dip with age more and more. I don't I, see. I don't. I don't think. Oh. To be honest, he came on at Sunderland so and we were, and we were just the last twenty minutes and where he had a rest and then. Stoke and Sunderland, yeah, he, he yeah, was rested. So it's not just No, he, he, start, he started at Leicester. Lazar Markovic has oh, been absolutely dreadful. But equally, Markovic, I'd, I'd be thinking about giving Emery him a go. He came, he came on again. Like Where's he gone? I don't know. He's only played like. I mean, he, he was good against like, Chelsea, weren't he? He was, he was really, really good against Chelsea. He was good against Real Madrid, yeah. Yeah. No, and, um, and Lucas has just come back and. Coutinho has been good. Coutinho was dreadful on Saturday. Coutinho is the worst player on the on the pitch on Saturday. That's horrible. Uh, but no, it's just a painful lack of anything going up front, um, which is sad. But I think tonight it's got to just because it's got to be a, another ugly win, get us through to Champions League. Because the worst thing, no, well, the performance hasn't mattered. It didn't matter against Stoke. The only reason we're sort of not as Stoke was the same performance as Sunderland was. The only difference is we, we we weren't able to get a lucky Glenn Johnson knock himself out hitter in, <laughs> which is disappointing. Um, and Leicester have, Leicester are really difficult like to watch. Like, I'd, I'd hate to be at Leicester at the minute because I thought they were gonna be. I thought they were gonna be sort of the surprise really package. Well, I thought they were gonna go under the radar and finish thirteenth or fourteenth. They've just lost the plot completely. Um, so yeah, I, I, there's not much things to take out of, and we've got to go to Old Trafford next week where I don't think we'll get anything. I don't want to. I couldn't, ima- I couldn't imagine me talking. It's sad to hear you talking about your team that way. I know, because just in, in May, just, season, I know. Be like, right, we're going to go to Old Trafford. Well, I said it at the beginning, so you've got to think the, t- the team I still thought, whatever you think about Suarez coming or going, I still think we've got Sturridge. I think Sturridge is behind Aguero, the second best striker in the Premier League. Even Costa. Yeah. I think he's better than Costa, and I think we'll see that when he comes back in January. Better I than Van Persie, Rooney, and Falcao. Oh, definitely. Well, we haven't seen much of Falcao, so I can't say no, that. I can only go on. I can only twenty minutes. I was like, oh that's good, isn't it? For however much of a week he's he on. He doesn't even play for twenty minutes. That's a fact. Does he not? He didn't come on against uh, Southampton last night. Yeah, should we? Should we go on officially to Man United nil one two Southampton one? Yeah. Sorry, that's a weird one because Sturridge is Liverpool's best striker. But on actual talent, it's Balotelli, but he just hasn't delivered. Balotelli Balotelli will come good. I am but convinced. If, if Balotelli does come good, I genuinely believe. Playing with a second striker, talent, I think I think he'll come good. Pure, Balotelli yeah. If Balotelli could control, if Balotelli was the professional Sturridge was, he could be the best player in the world. He could be the best striker. Sorry, in the world, he really could. Really? I think I think that what much of have? Balotelli. He's, he's just got the pace, the skill, the strength, the touch. If he could just be the professional... The only thing he's if we, is the mentality. I'll tell you, the, one of the best professionals, I don't like saying this, is Leighton Baines. Just out-and-out out professional, yeah. as is David Beckham was professional, you know. The only negative, yeah. like, besides having an affair. Yeah. 
put that professionality into Mario Balotelli. That's the best example I can think of. Balotelli has the world at his feet, talent-wise, but his mentality is not there. Inzaghi, on skill-wise, wouldn't get into my five as I did. Inzaghi was a... <laughs> if if Balotelli was a school child, every parent's evening, it would be like, really talented, could do better. But Inzaghi was one of the world's best strikers for so long, just because of his mentality. He was always in the right place, he always... And that, Dirk Kuyt's made a career out of not being that talented, but he's the first yeah. choice in every Holland team. He still managed 50 goals for Liverpool. 50 goals for Liverpool. Stick that in Balotelli. And we, we're talking another 20 a season. We're talking Balotelli, Sturridge. We're talking about it in the same breath as sort of Suarez and Sturridge. I really do believe I, that Balotelli will come good. Down, I would like to see... Balotelli because I know he is, he is talented. He showed glimpses of it for Italy during the. Uh, I just love Euros. him. Yeah, Euros, brilliant. Yeah, and you know, like I said, it just needs to just to completely shush the media. Yeah, and just I mean, most of this sort of horror negativity towards him is fictional. Like it's just, it's just they don't don't like him. Like At the end of it, they don't like him. Um, yeah, let's start talking. Uh, Southampton one, Man United two. Then officially, um, Dan Burnett, another run out for. Uh, that awful blue strip. How do you think it went? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are literally defying statistics at <laughs> the minute. Was it? Did against, um, two shots on target. It, I'll tell you what, I've got, a, against, I've got a stat for you for that um, game. Man United, three attempts. It is their lowest attempts in any Premier League game since Opta started compiling stats. And they scored two goals. And they scored two goals. Can you ask yeah. for more? Um, from from those three shots, no, I suppose not. But um, what was it? Who was it against? Where we had, um, oh, what was it? We won one nil, I think it was. But that uh, was against Arsenal, wasn't it? And we, we didn't have a shot on target technically because it was an own goal from. <laughs> apart from yeah, really. Yeah, when we beat Arsenal two nil, that was it. Um, yeah, Rooney's two, Rooney's two one. Is this the away game? Two, two one. one. You keep forget, forget you keep forgetting that ninety fifth minute beautiful goal. Yeah. From a beautiful man, yeah, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, so Rooney's goal was the only shot we actually had on target because the first goal we scored was an own goal. We are literally defying statistics. And I'm not saying that's the Van Hal effect. Are you unhappy though? Well, uh, yeah. Thought, are you? Yeah, because although we are grinding out these results and, you know, it is putting us up, the, up and up the table, you know, I, just, I don't feel... I'm not enjoying watching us play. Oh, I don't it's, think anybody is. Well, no, but really, that's the thing. No, I think, that I think is... We should be. We should be enjoying... I mean, regardless of our defence, who are, by the way, um, including De Gea, they are keeping us in these games. De Gea. Gea. Fair enough. Fair play to De Gea. Brilliant goalkeeper. Carry on. But, yeah, like, all these players, they're, they're just not delivering. I think Rooney's been the only consistent performer in this team so far. You know, like I said, I said the other week, he's been buoyed by the fact that he's getting closer and closer to breaking the England goal-scoring record, and, but that's another matter. You know, players like Herrera, although they had a really good game against Hull when we absolutely destroyed them, that, I think that's been the only exception where we've dominated a team. Mm. We, um, we haven't needed to rely on luck because we've done the business on the pitch. Uh, Van Persie, although he scored twice um, yesterday and once against Hull... You know he's piping up with these with these goals every now and again, but other than that, he's not really delivering. You know, whenever James Wilson and Falcao eventually plays, they both look better than him. Um, Herrera, Mata, like I said, apart from the whole game, I haven't really done much. Mata was very quiet last night against Southampton. Did he play? 
He did, oh, yeah. I didn't know, sorry, I um, didn't know. Uh, was it Fellaini has been a revelation I put this on Twitter and nobody replied I didn't I, I, I don't watch Man United sort of actively but I do know that he's starting every game and after he scored um, was it the equaliser against Chelsea was that when he came on was that the first time no, he's gone I don't think he scored against Chelsea I think who did Fellaini equalise he scored against Stoke the other day Right, I might be mistaken, but yeah, since he sort of, since he sort of was completely but, shushed out by Van Gaal, now he's sort of a yeah, starter. Yeah, he's, he's he's been. I tell you what, I said jokingly after the World Cup, I said he's going to be reborn and he's going to be an absolute world beater. Although I wouldn't say he's quite world beaten yet. Yeah, he's definitely been one of our best players this season. I had never thought, considering the likes of Di Maria, you know, players that are around. Where's him, Where's Di Maria? Still injured. When did he get injured? Uh, Nani tackled him in the friendly away. Nani much. tackled him. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I'm getting back into this United team after. <laughs> but um, Fellaini has been very good. Uh, Carrick is starting to find his form again, which you know is always good because without Carrick, we're nothing. Um, <laughs> and like I said, individuals are performing, but as a team, we're not. You know, it's stunk of Sunderland. That's all I'm gonna say. That that game was the Sunderland away draw that I think you got, which was one of the worst games of football I can I can remember watching. Yeah, sort of just um, on tele. And the thing that sort of well, um, Gary Neville has Van Van Gaal is not very happy because he compared it to pub team stuff. You know the performance, and, and you've gone to sort of Southampton, who uh, I think they were fourth in the table at the time, and you've won away. So overall results, not about who's been playing well, not results. No, like they're I, they're I coming agree. good, aren't they? I agree. Those games, when you're playing tough opposition like Southampton, yeah, the results the important thing. The performance doesn't isn't necessarily the most important thing. No. However, I mean, still, against I mean, teams just... at home, like we played against Stoke, although, you know, granted, they are, you know, I think Bojan, like I said that at the beginning of the season, I Bojan would be an important player for them. Wasn't he, wasn't he a million pounds? Is that right? If if that's true, then that's an absolute bargain. Who was who was the one that plays up front for them, Khaled? Um, <laughs> from Barcelona? Bojan. Is that Bojan? Yeah, he wasn't Barcelona. a million pounds, was it? Yeah. No. And he was yeah. being, like I said, I thought they had another, I didn't they bring another one in? Um, I think on a different team. I think Delafeu Delefe played for Everton for a while that's last it. season. Yeah, carry on, sir. But, um, yeah, that's... Yeah, no disrespect to Stoke, but, you know, that's the sort of team where, at home, that's where you put your performances in as well as a result. Because we went 2-0 up. No, we didn't. We went 1-0 up. They equalised through, like, their only shot in the first half. And... Um, yeah, we were just lucky to hold on to that body. And Van Persie's goal was literally the slightest of touches. Um, and Forster just misjudged it for, for your I second. Yeah, 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 for your second. So, brilliant stuff, really, in all fairness. To, to be able to go, to go there and get a, a result you didn't deserve. The thing is, though, you know, when we played Stoke the week before, they were, in the last five, ten minutes, they were really going at us, Stoke. And, you know, it was only because of De Gea's magnificent saves and actually Young clearing off the line, we actually held on to that. Whereas against Southampton, although our performance wasn't great, I don't think they were too good either because, although... Yeah, I think I think when you, you know, sort of got... I this. never really felt like 
negative. No, yeah. I do see. I do know what you mean. It never looked like it never looked like any either of you were going to win it, and no. you just had that one brilliant yeah. moment um, in a very odd Wayne Rooney corner, which has to. I didn't really see it because I was watching it's it because I got Sky Sports. So I oh, were you watching it on a foreign stream? A dodgy stream. What, what, uh, an oh, it's an English stream. It was, yeah. Oh, you found the jackpot. <laughs> How do you? Who are all these people? I've, I've never. I don't understand. Well, there's always English streams. So I, I never really find bad. good I'm streams. People are always to... talking about how great their stream is, and that they I'm never. To link you up these websites. Really, I've, I've... Um, but yeah, because obviously it's not the greatest picture quality through his streaming. Oh right, he so sort of. He looks like looks... his foot sets down and he kicks the turf. It does actually, because you know when a player goes looks at the turf when they're fucked up. Yeah. It does. He does sort of. He puts his his left foot down, kicks the turf, and it looks like the turf all in just because that player. Fakely, it didn't lead to uh, an attack. Cough, cough. Ego, aspas. So, um, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, shall we move on to um, talking about Stoke? Uh, Arsenal went there, lost. Um, we were three 0 down to a pub team. <laughs> Please, can somebody give him a job? In the <laughs> can we get him as a pundit? Right, what Sky Sports pundit would I would I replace for Claude from Arsenal fan TV? You, would nah, you replace all of them? I like Carrigan I like Gene Evan Carragher. I think they do a good job. Can you not? They do offer very good insight to the ridiculously to detailed insight. In all fairness, Robbie Savage as well. Have you seen BT Sports Fletcher and Sav? No, if I you haven't. want to, if you want to hate a program, most <laughs> in the world, because we could get Fletch who's, South. Who's, who's Fletch? Uh, some somebody Fletcher. Darren Fletcher. Not, it's not a. I think he's just it's a presenter. Not a midfielder, is it? He's. It's, I don't think so. What was wrong with him? I know it was really serious. Oh, great. Anyway, um, yeah, Arsene Wenger was was number one. I admire the romance of a team getting the train. To an away game, I really I enjoyed that. Uh, number two, was was he right to be booed, Dan? No, that's you know. Is there any realm in which that's okay? No, I don't think there is. Unless <laughs> they've like killed like someone's relative. I don't know. There's. Ooh, Arson killed my nan. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's he's not been the one who's. Let three Stoke goals in. I'm not. He's not the left back no. who let uh, Jonathan Walters cross so easily for Bo, Bojan's goal. You know, I mean that was there was a lot said about that. Kieran Gibbs did not do anywhere near enough to stop Jonathan. It was Walters Kieran cross. Gibbs, not Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. It was Kieran Gibbs. It was. That's not going to mix that. But no, so it wasn't Wenger who's not getting across to stop these crosses. That's not. There's nothing tactical about. You know. Why Arsenal went wrong? It's simple defensive errors that on another day, you know, it just wouldn't have happened. They were just really sloppy on Saturday, and um, I think they were lucky not to be four 0 down. Bojan scored a second goal, which is perfectly fine. Oh, so somebody, yeah, somebody texted me Arsenal four 0 down, and then it was three two. Yeah, I, I got that as well. Yeah, I and I was a bit confused, and then I watched back on much of that because basically, Stoke when Stoke played. United. Yeah. Um, United's second goal came through uh, Juan Mata Cross, which eventually went all the way in, but Marcus Rojo was sort of, you know, millimetres away from making contact with the ball, and if he did, and there was a ever, there was an obvious change in the ball's direction of the mm-hmm. back, it's offside and the goal wasn't accounted. Um, exactly the same thing 
with Stoke against Arsenal. Bojan cuts through. He had, his shot is going straight in. It didn't take a touch off whoever's in front of him. I think it might have been Nzonzi. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Nzonzi didn't actually touch it, but the referee said that he was interfering with play, so that goal didn't count. Right. So Mark Hughes has been sort of hasn't been given the decision against his own team, against his team, but when it's for his team. He's been given the decision, which goes. Oh, against right, it. That right, makes sense. Yeah, I see what you. I see what you're getting at. It's the same thing, but it's not yeah. either way from Mark Hughes. So he wasn't too happy about that. But at the end, it didn't really matter because Arsenal yeah, didn't really, say. you know, claw the way back into it. Because I think the Chambers sending off really changed the game. Because just when Arsenal were getting right back into it, I think it sort of killed the momentum. Oh but, no. You can't no. boo your manager at a trade session. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what gets me is that. Um, I mean, it's not this. It's the banner the week before at West Brom. Was it? Thank, was it? Yeah, thanks. Like but right, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that um, because I, I know they're not where Arsenal should be looking within the league now. They should. It, well, they should have been for years. Yeah, but who's that? Who's that? Thanks to who made Arsenal entitled? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's I mean, the old position. Time he goes, but I think, I think this time, this is the same. I, I mean, their respect. expectations are only that high because of the expectations that Arsene Wenger has turned this club into. Arsenal were barely anything before Wenger. So, I know. so if you think, say for example, Arsene Wenger oh. doesn't buy Sanchez for forty odd million, do you think the Arsenal fans should be? Satisfied for where? Well, not satisfied, but you know. No, of course they shouldn't, they shouldn't be satisfied, but they're not that far off, Dan. I they're think, sixth in the league. You I know think, what I mean? You know, but I think that changes when you buy. Was it Ozil the year before? You buy Sanchez. Your expectations goes up because of the quality and the standard of players that you're, you know, bringing yeah, into the club. I understand that. I mean, I'm not saying that he has. I'm set, I still agree he should go. Um, but I think he should go with respect. I don't think his own fans. Should I be think it's just dis- it's completely disgusting to actually go and to actually boo him. To be honest, Cause, because I think I mean the man I has think lived for Arsenal for the last god knows how many years. Maybe twenty he's years. Made, he's made the club what it is. It would be similar to United fans going Ferguson after like two or three unsuccessful seasons. Exactly. There's a, hmm. you say what I mean, you know. I'm if not you, a fan of United if, if fans Ferguson at all. Be, if but before Ferguson left, you guys finished like tenth three seasons in a row. Would you think it's okay to boo Ferguson? No, I know, I know, I know. Man United fans aren't the. Um, it, is, it is quite similar to that. But, we, we but the majority of fans. no, but the majority of them do have an element of, of class in which they can show success, doors. But he still made Arsenal what they are today. I think the the fans have sort of, you know, set these expectations for themselves. When we bought in Di Maria and um, Falcao and all these big name players during the summer, my expectations were still. Right, that's it. We can get champions. But I think Wenger has set such high expectations for these fans, so they should be quite thankful to him that they're where they're at, if you say. say. I wouldn't say. I was going to say. Global superpower. Arsenal would not be the club they are. Sporting wise, they'd be like Manchester United. Yeah, they'd be like Chelsea. 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 Yeah, I'm not going to say they're going to win the league because of it, but where do you stand? Because obviously Thierry Henry's called it quits for New York Red Bulls. Well, his contract's ended, and I don't think. Well, yeah, he has sort of declared that he's not going to be playing for him again. Yeah. So, which would suggest a lot of people are saying that he's going to be coming back to Arsenal on a uh, coaching, um, you know, in a coaching role. Yeah. Um, do you reckon that will 
change could it be I'm just playing against Leeds in the FA Cup third round again and score the winner but you know um, no could um, assistant manager be vacated for Thierry Henry because no, I know they've got Steve no, Ball who who is a defensive Matt who is a defensive guy who clearly that's not had any input whatsoever. <laughs> no. I so wouldn't say it's this... manager because that's too you know you can't just bring him in because he's had no managerial experience before, Henri. So to bring him in as a system at, I know we sort of did the same with gigs, we just sort of chucked him straight in, but I don't think Henri's done his like coaching badges, it's just sort of because he's a legend at the club, that doesn't mean you should That's the only reason Giggs was given it for the no, end of the season. Giggs was going into a coaching role anyway. You know, he'd done all his coaching badges and he'd done his, like I said um, the other week, he'd done his FA Pro, which is the highest coaching award you can get in England. So you think he would have turned it down if he hadn't have, uh, if he hadn't have been um, in badges? Do you think he would have gone, no, no, I won't bother getting him? I think... I think you know. I, I think it'd do. Anyway, to be honest, it. It, yeah. Just looking at the point, it would it would it put a lot of pressure on Wenger when things aren't going that well, because some people do think Cherry could come and manage this team. Like a lot of people still like think Cherry could play and still. I, so, league, so, I don't yeah, think he could win the league. I do think he'd come and put a shift in. Yeah. Um. But no, on the on the whole Wenger thing, I don't think. I think they need to. Get a grip of it. I think I need to take a step back. Of course, I have a right to to moan and whinge because yeah, but to boo and it's it's not acceptable. To be honest, I know also, the performance is terrible. Like fans affect team morale. If you've got your team behind you, even when you're losing, yeah, you're gonna perform better than if you've got your own I fans booing you. And put on a finger now. I do. Th- put the second you leave, I think Jamie Carragher said it on Monday Night Football. There'd, there'd be a statue outside the ground of him quite quickly the second that he leaves because normally it's just because he has just made Arsenal what they are today like Khaled said so to boom I know they haven't had a successful start or the last sort of they were promised a lot of things like this the new generation and they were going to be top of the world really weren't they Mm. and it hasn't happened for uh, reasons outside of Wenger's power I think Um, you don't think it's a sort of ego thing you don't think Wenger's going to stay until he can leave on another high note because I think that's what Sir Alex Ferguson did you know he was apparently he was supposed to have left the year before but obviously losing the league losing the league to City you don't want to leave on that sort of bombshell do you so what is a high, to be honest a high note thing I, I think I think the, they'll get fourth if they win if the I'm FA honest, Cup this season I think, I think they'll get fourth obviously they should be yeah so they should who, be I think they'll get fourth they'll get knockout who gets, who gets fed then because we've already established Chelsea Man City in the top two are you staying there or Southampton going to claw the way back in? The I don't think Southampton. Shot the nation, shot the world. No, I don't think we're going to get it, to be honest. Tottenham, because we're sure no We've left it too late, I think. The strange thing. I can't, I can't see it. At, at the minute, the way we're playing, we get, we're going to win some, draw some and, and lose several. I don't think there's any... I don't think there's going to be any streak of wins, uh, especially with the next two games. We've got three, if you include Basel, and then a quarter-final to Bournemouth. In the cup, so at the end we should we should be going for. We should obviously be aiming for fourth, but I do think I don't think we're going to quite get I'm there not, unless not a miraculous is... turnaround. But we're not ridiculously far off in points terms. I'm not saying this is this should now be your expectation and sort of this is what you should be hoping for come the end of the season. But with the uh, Cup One Cup, is there a European qualification spot if you win it? 
can't remember. Yeah, you win the Europa League if you win it and... Or unless you get... I wouldn't yeah. count the Champions League spots. No, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's out of reach. The league's been really crazy. It's been re- it, the points aren't that far to not be clawed back. Yeah. Like, look at how much Man City have clawed back from Chelsea. Exactly. So, um, but I, do, I, do, I don't think we're, we're good enough, really, unless there's a huge turnaround for the end of the season. Um, Storage coming back. Right, yeah, I mean, that was disappointing that he didn't come back when he did come back. Um... So shall we end on the the FA Cup third round draw then? Dan, are you excited? Do you like the FA Cup? Um, I do like the FA Cup. I like the FA Cup. I mean, you like it a bit more because you don't have Sky, do you? So this is a good bit. Of, <laughs> this is, like this is a good bit of tele. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, regardless. Is it your favourite draw of the season? I mean, I know we we what, sort of sat around. We're not in the no, League. I know, but we 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 all sat around and watched the Champions League you know group what? stage. But when there's I a lot have... of bollocks to it, isn't there? The Champions League group yeah, stage. Yeah, they don't have to take a while doing it. You know, they bring out players and <laughs> Real Madrid players. <laughs> yeah, it's a load of fuss about nothing really. They just you know, yeah. two people get the balls out of the pot. I know it is a lot. Sort of fun. it out. Come on. Yeah. But, you know, with um, the FA Cup draw, I don't know, there's just a bit more, you know... Some of, some of the ties this, this year have also you been know, brilliant. The very, the very first two to come out of the third round draw, you know, the very first team was Arsenal. You know, they have a bit of a live crowd there. It's just a sort what of was a, that all about? What I is a studio they, audience necessary? I, studio, I think most of them are like the representatives oh, right, of the okay. club. So like, man, in the same way that they have them all sat in the seats for like, the Champions League, but they're just all sort of stood around. Oh, right. in a, Fair enough, yeah. In a polite sort of <laughs> <semicircle>. <laughs> Polite semicircle. Um, and then when Hull came out and it was, you know, you felt like, oh, right, this is going to be a good game to watch now because it's a two The, re- the repeat, yeah. You know, that... I mean, even like with the small teams, because I think there's, I, I think they said eight non-league teams are going to be which is, definitely. Yeah, I, I think you know, for me, it's going to be brilliant yeah. for, the, for the small teams. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Together. The big, the small teams versus the so-called big teams. They're the ties that really make this. You know, yeah, obviously, yeah. I know in past seasons we've had a couple of Liverpool, Man United, which are always, always good. Um, I mean, a lot of people have said that you know the BBC were making a big thing about having the FA Cup, but they've only shown yeah. two Friday night games. But they've, they have um, done good coverage, in all fairness. Yeah, they have. So. They've done very good coverage. I mean, Exeter City versus Warrington was the first one, although Exeter City, our hometown, went out. You know, it was... It's brilliant. From talk. a neutral perspective, it was a brilliant game yeah. to see the underdogs win. Uh, although Exeter were... F- you know, they were chucking everything they had at the team, and it was a case of... Which is not that much. What are we saying? They're not doing bad, actually. Are they not? But still... In League 2. Yeah, in League 2. Good league. Tricky league. <laughs> but it was a... You know, it was a typical rubbish pitch for a non-league team. Good. You know, they were packing the stadium out more than what's probably meant to be there. Um, you know, and rushing onto the pitch afterwards to celebrate Good. the end of the season. And even like last Friday as well, Hartlepool played Blythe Spartans. I don't know how many leagues below Blythe Spartans. Are. I think it's only about two or three leagues below. I say only. Yeah. You know, it's a team that Hartlepool. It's different between professional and, and part time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it was the other way around, really. When. Warrington beat Exeter City. Warrington were the home team. They went to goal up and they held out for the rest of the game. Good. Uh, Hart- if Liverpool, Hart- if we could start doing that, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. And with Hartlepool, Blythe Spartans, Hartlepool went ahead being the home team, and you'd think right, they're going to go and win three or four against the non-league minnows. But then for Blythe Spartans to come back, 
Yeah, they ruined a lot of bets, but you know, <laughs> they, win. they did win. Yeah, two one. That's interest in the cup. There. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at his phone. Yeah, it's, um, a very, it's a very dodgy. You know, you, it's not one you want to bet in, though. That's definitely not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the standout ties. Uh, Stoke Wrexham. Did you just say standout ties? Stoke Wrexham. What a tie! What a tie that's going to be. <laughs> Bristol were one to seven to beat someone the other day. And they just about beat them one nil. Yeah, good. Yeah. good. That's all you need. Conference, uh, yeah, conference premier. So it is a dodgy thing to bet on. It's it. a very, yeah. it's a very dodgy. <laughs> But no, the the one the BBC is going to have a party with is going to be Wimbledon, Liverpool, a repeat of the 1988 FA Cup final. They're going to bring up Laurie Sanchez, um, they're going to sober him up and they're going to bring (laughs) him out, they're going to replay all the coverage. It's going to be an awful kickoff time. It's a a small little stadium, I think it holds just under 5,000. They're going to be in fine voice and that's going to be... Non-biased. That's going to be the standout tie, I think, I, yeah. for for like the FA Cup, and that it's a good. Um, that is a good tie. I think what's nice about this is a lot of the so-called smaller teams are, are playing at home when they've got these, so it's going to be more TV revenue. We're going to see grounds that we we probably don't see that regularly because we're snobbish and only watch higher leagues <laughs> which, which you want to change we've got sort of like Knott's Forest are going to be going to Aldershot or Rochdale um, Gateshead are going to West Brom um, that's a good game did you see the Blythe Spartans representative say that they're a bit disappointed to get Birmingham City <laughs> <laughs> Carling Cup winners for you who Villa got Villa who don't even try who they got they got Blackpool um, oh, at home two teams who you know Blackpool's at the bottom of the championship I believe Villa a team who in my head should be bottom but 11. somehow not how are they 11 two wins in a row that's we, we need takes. to get Ollie Manton back on this I'd <laughs> love know, to know do. what he thinks about this um, and a repeat of the 1973 this is another one the BBC are going to have a party with uh, Sun- Leeds are going to Sunderland Ooh. which will be a, now, that, that's, could be that could be a nice little game couldn't it I think but, um now, the only thing I'm hoping for, because we play either one of Accrington or Yeovil away, if oh, we man. get knocked out, I will not be happy. Because, you know, nice cup I've, had, nice. I've had enough cup in for yeah. one year, even though we're only in one. <laughs> fucking MK Dons, beating us 4 0. You know, I found how just goes, because it's not like we play midweek, you know? That's let's true. Just go go on. To, put, put out a good team. Let's just do them over, you know? <laughs> Cut the bullshit. Let's just send out our best players. Go to Somerset and smash them. Yeah. Or, or Accrington, if, uh, if that happens. But no, that Accrington Yeovil replay, they're going to want this now, aren't they? Oh, unbelievable. It's going to be, gonna that's going to be, gonna be seriously, Te- that's going to be a nice little one. There's going to be calamities, there's going to be own goals, five penalties. Oh, it's going to be wonderful stuff. It's going to be magical. Um, another couple of times, QPR, Sheffield United, Barnsley or Chester play Middlesbrough. Ooh. Ooh. Nah, Sorry, yeah, I was going to say these are the, these are the basement ties. These <laughs> Wait, are the ones you won't know anything. Barnsley or Chester? Chester could be at home to Middlesbrough. Ooh, Chester. No, that'd be a good, good game for Chester. They can bring back some. Good for them. Uh, Southport going to Derby. I mean, Derby is sort of the closest you can get to the Premier League, really. Uh-huh. Um, Middlesbrough are far off though, even Middlesbrough. And they're having a good season, aren't they? Yeah. 
And Bournemouth, Carlink at quarterfinalists away at Rotherham. How exciting. Ooh. I was going to say, we're just pretending to care there. We don't really care. Well, Cardiff, Cardiff, Colchester, uh, Burnley. I mean, Spurs. I mean, I'm just looking at all the teams. I mean, we do this every year with the FA Cup. We say all the teams. You know, we, the generic phrase in which I whip out loads on Twitter could do the good cup run everyone could do the good <laughs> cup run there's no team bar the Europa League just because I'm not a fan like there's no team that would go no we don't want a good cup run if we could get out in the third round that would be sound for, for the FA Cup anyway um, I think I think it's I think it's a brilliant competition and it's at the weekend which yeah. is nice that's that's my selling point of the, we don't, it's not that's the nobody wants to play these games midweek either. Which is brilliant, uh, Dan. Who are you pipping for early prediction in FA Cup? Who do, you, who do you think it is? Who do you think is now? Did you get it right last, last year? year? I did predict. You Arsenal did predict last Arsenal. Year. Um, you know, because I got quite a few cup predictions right. Oh, I predicted okay. Chelsea to win. Um, no, I'm predicting Chelsea to win the Champions League this year. I got Real Madrid right. Who could that possibly be? Uh, Real Madrid to win Champions League last year. Germany to win the World Cup. I think this year I'm going to get them all wrong. Uh, it's going to be... Hold on, I'm just going to answer the door. Can't leave us on that on that uh, point. Come back to me, ask Callis. All right, Callis, who do you think is going to win the FA Cup? You put Nedved to bed. Professionality there. Sorry. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Good. Um, Generic. I think Chelsea are going to do the double. Really? Premier League and the FA Cup. I think they've got a chance in, in Europe. No, not a chance. No. no. What are you hoping for the Champions League? Well, Dan's out the room. What are you hoping for the Champions League last 16, Joel? What, what teams don't to get each other? Yeah. What what ties are you looking out for? Ooh, I'm trying to think of all the seconds. I'd love Roma Dortmund. Oh, I'd very, love Roma Dortmund. Did you see that? What happened? Didn't even answer the door. Literally, the guy... Parcel for Amazon. Yeah. The guy just opens the door and just leaves it there. Cheeky bastard. I don't think you can do that, mate. I don't, that's awful. If you had a porch, that would be alright, but that's going straight into your house, isn't it? Yeah. God, he could have come in and smelt your mother's knickers for all you know. If you hadn't have been in the house, I'm sure he wouldn't have. If you guys get through a bar to Liverpool, would be nice. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Who's going on? Oh, sorry, I was talking to the Champions League, Khaled. Um, Yeah, FA Cup winner. Khaled thinks Chelsea. That's the thing, I think Chelsea will win... The league, maybe they might even do a quadruple this season. Who knows? You're a madman. <laughs> but uh, they're still in the cap, cap on cup. On. The cap, cap on cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, FA Cup. I tell you what, let's be different. I'm gonna say if we can get through the third round, that's gonna be the hardest tie of the lot. United are gonna win it. Really? Yeah. Okay. If we can get through Accrington or Yeovil, we will win it. Okay. If well. We don't, Let's say Arsenal again, why not? Alright, well, I think Huddersfield Town's name's on this year's trophy. <laughs> uh, they're, they're already engraving it on the couple of I was going to say, the H and the U are there. Are they um, even in there still? Do uh, they get through the, the second or first round? Huddersfield Town have got <laughs> a home game to Reading in the third oh, round. Exciting, exciting. Well, uh, we're going to end it there. Um, if you want to follow our musings, you can follow us on Twitter, at you put Nedved to bed. You can like us on Facebook. A couple more people are liking us on the Facebook, actually. I've noticed that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I get a little note. Little someone. people are not liking us. Uh, that's at uh, Facebook dash... Um, he put Nedved to bed. Uh, you can download our podcast on SoundCloud now, which is better. 
and um, stream us, do all that shit. Uh, William Kajani might be back, he might never be back. If you find William Kajani, um, mm-hmm. give me a ring, message me on Twitter, at Rory underscore Bond. I've had Khaled with me. Thank you. And I've had Dan Burnett. You have? Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been Rory Bond. We'll see you next week. <laughs>